Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 299, and as always, welcome to my front porch here in Arizona. Little toasty out tonight, but it is all good. Uh, it's so funny here in Phoenix. It, it, I, I was talking to uh, my care coordinator. She works with me at Phoenix One. And it, we were both complaining about how hot it is. It was like 109 today. And it's like in Phoenix, everyone hits like like September, people start getting cranky. Because it's kind of like, listen, at this point, it should just be like over. But then when it's like, you know, a couple weeks ago, it was just really humid, but now it's just hot again. You're just like, okay, I need the fall. I need to get back to that Arizona weather. And I've noticed something really interesting. I uh, I actually got to sit out on the front porch the other morning. I think it was like 85 degrees, which is like feels like a, you know, like, like I'm on the ocean in Newport. And uh, so I was sitting out here and I was like, it's almost like my soul just kind of went and like took a deep breath. I was like, oh my gosh, the summer has been really hard for me. And I, I was trying to figure out like what's been going on. Like, why has it been so hard for me? And to be honest, the summers here in Phoenix have been really hard for me because it can't be outside all the time. It's so hot, which means... I can't sit on my front porch all the time because it's just too hot. I don't want to sweat. Like, I like to go on hikes and things like that. Can't do that because it's just too hot. And so it was like, it's just kind of, I realized like, wow, when you've been spending as much time uh, in a certain location, a certain way, uh, for a period of time, long period of time, and then you take that away, like it just kind of messes with stuff. And I actually think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's like the fact that I'm longing to be out here. Right now, it's awesome. I just sat down before I did the podcast. I was like, man, just nice to be outside. It's hot, but I'm. Just, it's just nice to be outside. And you can hear the crickets and, and I can see the moon. And I just like, oh, my soul just needs to be invited. I've been spending way too much time inside in my office, in my house. And it's like my soul's like, get outside. So uh, I hope that you're able to get outside wherever you are. In fact, tomorrow I get to get outside. Check this out. I get to go dove hunting tomorrow because today was opening season for dove hunting here in Arizona. And so tomorrow I get to get up at 345 and drive over to a buddy's house. And then we're going to go dove hunting in the morning. So I'm really excited about that. I'll get some really good dove uh, to be able to eat this weekend. So I'm excited about about that. Uh, thank you a ton for all of you uh, who continue to support the podcast. Uh, really, really so grateful for you and so grateful for those of you who listen. And like I said, last one, it's so helpful if you guys subscribe. That's really helpful. Um, and then a uh, really cool news. Uh, I have somebody currently right now who's developing a front porch confessional website. It's something I've been working on for a little while, but it looks like that'll launch in the next couple weeks. So that's pretty cool. It'll be a little easier for you all to kind of understand some of the things um, that I'm thinking through. You'll be able to get a better, uh, an easier way to, if you want to make a donation to the podcast, it'll be easier to do that. But you'll also be able to kind of find different podcasts and search a little bit easier uh, for those of you uh, who really dig that. So that's pretty exciting. Excited about it. Got a guy who's working on it. Really, really excited for that to launch in the next uh, couple weeks. So uh, Psalms 27 verse 10. Psalms 27 
verse 10. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Uh, some of you know this, and maybe I've talked a little bit about it, but you know, when I was 12 years old, 11 or 12 years old, I can't remember exactly, uh, my mom, so I grew up in a Christian home, and um, my mom left, but she left in a very, very dramatic way, at least it felt that way as a kid. Uh, I remember coming home from school, and like all her stuff is gone. And she, uh, she ended up having an affair and moving in with that man. He happened to be a family friend. Um, she's married to, to him today. Um, love her so much. But um, this passage resonates um, because there's a parent wound there. There's a parent wound there. And my mom and I have reconciled very close. Uh, but there's a real wound there. And I remember all that going down. And I remember people asking me how I was doing. And what do you say? Um, not great, awesome. Like, what do you say? As a kid, I'm like, I don't, my whole world just got turned upside down. Um, But here's the really crazy thing, and I'm not exactly sure why this happened, but I never, I just wasn't upset at God. I don't ever remember shaking my fist to the heavens saying, how could you do this? In fact, I would say it was one of those things that really propelled me, I think, to the heart of God. Um, I think I really, I had to have just a very juvenile understanding of my, uh, of who God was and, and, um, but I, I think I just needed him to be father and, and, and honestly mother too, and father and mother me in a, in a time when I felt most abandoned. And so I just want to say this, I, I know a podcast like this, where you start talking about abandonment or you start talking about mom and dad wounds and all of a sudden your heart starts to explode. You know, some of you right now are like, whoa. I haven't thought about that for a while. Wow, that really hits a nerve. Oh man, you know, don't bring this up. Don't please don't talk about this, but it's so important. You know, it's really really important and I and I love the psalmist is coming to us. David's coming to us and he can feel the abandonment. You know, he can feel the abandonment, the hurt, the pain, the confusion. And, and this is in the context of one of my favorite verses, which is it, the, this passage ends with wait on the Lord, be strong, take heart and wait on the Lord. And, and what I love what David is inviting us into is like, listen, I know life is hard. I know it's tough. Many of you have experienced immense amount of rejection and disappointment and you feel a bit lost sometimes. Some of you are unaware that that parent wound that, that that abandonment or that comment they made, uh, that it impacts you to, to this day. Like the way you live your life, the deficiencies that you have, a lot, maybe even some of those depravities that you have, have been, pro- have been prolonged and continue as a result of a wound that happened when you were young. You know, I meet with people on, on pretty regularly almost every day and typically we have to go back and we have to talk about what's going on in their life. And ultimately it comes to some single moments where they felt abandoned, hurt a lot of times by parents. And David's like, I get that. I love this about the scriptures. I love that it's inviting us into real life situations. You know, I think sometimes we make the, the scriptures just too high and lofty. And I'm grateful they are in the inspired authoritative word of God, but they're human. 
These are human emotions and human pains and human realities, and we're being invited into being human, to being okay, to really start going like, no, that really hurt. That abandonment was real for me. And so David's inviting us into his own pain. He's being transparent, open with us. But he's also helping us understand, you know, a win, a way in which he's come to understand and to be able to fill that void. Deal with that pain. Deal with that disappointment. Deal with that abandonment. Deal with it. How, how, How will I go through that? How will I do that? Well, he just comes back and says, hey, listen, all that goes down. But don't worry. The Lord will take me in. My mom and my my dad abandoned me. Anybody alive, I mean, if you look at David's life, so many people abandoned him. His son, Saul. You know, it's like he's just been rejected and hurt. A lot of the people abandoned him. And he's like, but I can always depend on the faithfulness of God. He will never leave me, and he will never forsake me, and that he loves me. It's almost like he, you can almost hear him uh, uh, have a deep breath and just a sigh, like a, I've been so hurt, I've been so rejected, but the Lord has taken me in. Uh, Suresh, who's the president of Harvest India, who I've talked to you a lot about, you know, they have these, you know, ever since I've known him, they have these orphans, you know, at these orphanages uh, all around India. And uh, one, of the most, one of the most beautiful messages they share with these little ones is that God is their daddy. God is their daddy. In the early years when I used to go, you know, all, all these people from the United States would show up and, you know, the kids would come up and go, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy. And they were, it was just like, oh, it gripped your heart. You know, you know what they've been through or you don't know fully what they've been through, but you can imagine what they've been through. And they're just calling you mommy and daddy. And then some kids were getting sponsored and others weren't. And, and then we kind of did away with that model. Harvest India did away with that model. And um, I, I remember Suresh just standing in front of these kids and going, God is your daddy. God will never leave you. God is always faithful. He will always care for you. And to see these kids grasp, not just believe, not just believe that truth because like Suresh was saying it, but like believe it, believe it and find comfort in it, find hope in it, was such a beautiful, let a transformational message for those who have been abandoned. And I know that I'm talking to myself here, but I also know I'm talking to a lot of people. A lot of you have been through an immense amount of abandonment. And this word, these words from David about who God is, you need to receive them confess them as your own lord you have taken me in when others have abandoned me you have taken me in when even my own mom and dad when they have abandoned me the kin those closest to me even though they've abandoned me you have taken me in because you're a good father and you love me and you see me and you know me and i just think that's a good word today for a lot of people, you're going to go to a job and that might be a hard spot for you because you might get rejected there. Some of you are going into a home where there used to be a husband or there used to be a wife and now they're no longer there and you feel the weight of that rejection. Some of you are have a mom and a dad who used to be married or now divorced and you kind of switch between homes. I'm so sorry for that. Some of you have a wound way back when. 
And it's something that you try to have stuffed down and stuffed down, but you know it affects your life. I just want you to know this. Even though everyone abandons you and they hurt you, David says this, but the Lord will take you in. He will take you in. He will help you. He will guide you. He is your high tower. He is your good shepherd. He is your living water. He is all of these things and more. And he wants to comfort you and care for you in the midst of your abandonment, in the midst of your wound and your pain. But here's the thing that you and I are responsible for. We have to shift our mindsets and stop surviving and receive his invitation of care. Receive his invitation of love. Receive his invitation of joy. Receive his invitation of healing and of peace and stop rejecting it. And I find so many people who want to trust in the Lord, but because of the abandonment of their mothers and their fathers, they're not able to because they assume that's what God will do to them. And the idea of hope for them is so dangerous. Hoping that God would love that way, hoping that God would care that way is so dangerous for them because what if it's not true? And what if he doesn't? And I tend to simplify life. And I tend to be a person of faith. While I struggle with many other things, I tend to be a person of faith. And I believe in faith and receive in faith that even though I have been rejected in this life, I do sense and feel that the Lord has taken me in. And I want to share that news with you. That is gospel. That is good news. You are not an orphan you have been adopted into the family of God as a son and daughter of the Most High. Receive his care. Receive his love. Prodigal, come home, and he will throw you a party. And he will receive you into his home. He says in Revelation that he stands at the door and he knocks. And anyone that will have him in, he will eat with him and dine with him and talk with him and care for him. That's what he wants to do for you and for me. Because our forever family is because of our faithful father. He, he is the one we find hope in. He is the one we bank all our trust in. He will not abandon us. He welcomes us in. So the question I have is this. How have you allowed God? How have you allowed God to fill the void of your parents' failures? How have you allowed God to fill the void of your parents' failures? Father God, you are our Father. Thank you that you take us in. We are abandoned. <laughs> we have been through a lot. But thank you that you will never leave us or forsake us and that you take us in. We are so thankful for you. So, take a breath. Reflect. And believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Till next time. Cheers.